Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Oz has courted frustrated voters. Last night near Pittsburgh, he urged his supporters to win over neighbors by asking them if they're happy with the nation's direction. I want you to contact 10 people. Do it at church, do it before the Steelers game, just find the time. But the Pittsburgh Steelers don't play this week, and the remark gives Oz's critics another chance to claim he is out of touch. Oh, that hurt. I just saw Fetterman walking on stage. And everybody cheering him, and he's got his hoodie on and his jeans. Because he's a working class. regular guy. Regular working class guy who went to Harvard, then laid on his parents' couch the rest of his adult life. (laughs) Oh, my God. He is maybe the single biggest phony in the history of politics at that level. That's saying something. And that is saying something. And he might win. Anyway, it's shocking how even everything is. So NBC's new poll that was out today on uh, would you rather have Republicans take over or Democrats take over, was tied 47-47. I'm just looking at the Georgia election, the latest poll they have on, that's ABC, 48-48 between Walker and uh, Warnock. So there's just a lot of very, very close races, and polling is fraught, so there's no telling how these are going to turn out. Absolutely not. You're right. Which polls? All of them. Okay. Okay. I will say this, though. If you vote for <clears throat> the uh, couch surfer, over Dr. Oz, who is admittedly a TV quack. Uh, if, if you vote according to the, or because uh, Dr. Oz didn't know the Steelers had a bye week, you really should be disenfranchised for life. 
Probably. That's a decent point. If that changed your mind three days before Election Day... He's out of touch. He should be out of touch. He's running for the Senate. He shouldn't be following the NFL closely. What's stupid is that if he had done it accurately, that that would have done any good. Oh, my God, he watches football just like I do. I'm voting for him. (laughs) I think he'll be a good senator. (laughs) Never thought about that, but that's true. If he had gotten that correct, it's every bit as stupid as... It's getting it wrong and having an effect on you. Good Lord. Yeah. There's no way to run a country. Well, so here's my question, and Joe brought it up uh, briefly before uh, the end of last hour. This is why I've been saying, um, I I just feel like there's such an overreaction to these midterm elections. It happens every time. The party out of power gets big gains. And then there's this this giant analysis of how the country is moving this direction because of the result we just got. But if you look backwards, that hasn't been the case. Time after time after time after time. Now, it could be the Republicans winning tomorrow, which they're likely to do, is a sign that, you know, wokeism has gone too far or the Hispanic vote is shared. It could be a sign, but it's not necessarily because none of the major things that everybody said about the repudiation of Barack Obama in 2010 turned out to be anything. It's overreach. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or just time after time after time. It's just it, it. it's what's supposed to happen. If the the only giant story that could happen tomorrow is if the Republicans didn't have gains, then that mm-hmm. would be an earthquake of a political story. That would be, oh my God, right? How in yeah. the world did you not do what every party has done since the Civil War, except for two times, and that is uh, when you're the power, the party out of power, have a have a huge night on the midterms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That well, aside. Yeah, there's a big giant question mark looming out there as to the the future of both parties. Uh, it right. has uh, blondish hair and orange skin, but moving along. Right. Well, but just excuse me for not getting quite as excited uh, if the Republicans have a big night tomorrow night. They're supposed to. That's Buzz just kill. that's just like I I don't know what's the most bland thing you can the, the lowest bar you can accomplish. All right, it's time to split our show into two shows. You can have the left channel. I'll have the right channel of stereo systems. And on my show, the red wave is coming. We're going to give those Dems the whooping they deserve. Take the House. Take the Senate. Stymie Joe Biden. Well, I think... Usher in an era of Republican-led prosperity and goodness. Well, it's that last part that I'm not down with. The first part is just accurate. But it doesn't, based on what recent history. What are you doing history, on my channel, by the way? <laughs> based what on are you recent, doing over here? <laughs> based on recent history, it doesn't mean anything. It could, but it certainly right. doesn't necessarily. Well, it will be a good, hard stomping on the brakes of some of the ridiculous crap Biden and company and, and the wokeivists are trying to get going. So it's worth it for that reason. Well, is that the reason, though? You don't know that. You don't know that. It would take many cycles to figure that out. What were the major reasons for the party out of power taking it back after Obama, after Clinton, after whoever? No, I'm not, I'm not talking about reasons. Uh, I'm talking about effect. Oh, yeah. Biden oh, yeah. won't be able to get anything crazy oh, yeah, sure. through. Yeah. Maybe that's the reason that the party out of power always has such a good night on the midterms, is everybody just thinks, whoa, too much change for whoever had the presidency for the previous two years. Hey, over here on the right channel, we're giving $500 to caller number nine. 
Jack's got nothing going on over there. Wow. All we have is traffic and weather together. <laughs> Please. That's all we got. Right. But so I thought this was really good from Axios as to what could be wrong. Well, this is absolutely wrong with the Democratic Party. Whether America cares or not, I think uh, remains to be seen to a certain extent. A center-left think tank, according to Axios, backed by some of the biggest names in all of Democratic politics, is sounding the alarm about deep-seated party flaws based on its own new polling from Senate battlegrounds. Axios does such good work. I love the way they break down just the things that matter to you. Yeah, super readable. Yeah. If Democrats manage to hold on to the House and Senate, it will be in spite of the party brand, not because of it, writes uh, this think tank that interviewed the biggest thinkers in all of Democratic parties. Despite a roster of GOP candidates who are extreme by any standard, says this these people, not me, um, voters see Democrats as just as extreme as well as far less concerned about the issues that most worry them. This is coming from Democrats again. Why does this matter, according to Axios? Lifelong, respected Democrats are saying the quiet part out loud now. That if Republicans have a huge night tomorrow, as polls are blaring, Democrats must blame much deeper problems than the simply the historical trends that beset the party in power that we were just talking about. James Carville, and they mentioned a whole bunch of other important Dems, um, and other Dems have been making the case for more than a year now, seizing initially on the embrace of defund the police by some progressives as being a terrible message. Former President Barack Obama, in an interview last month, warned Democrats against being preachy. Sometimes people just want to not feel as if they're walking on eggshells. That's absolutely what you feel like in America right now. Mm -hmm. And they want some acknowledgement that life is messy and that all of us at any given moment can say things the wrong way, make mistakes. And a um, blah, 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 in a brutal bill of particulars, the third way, that's the, 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 the group that put this together, says the headings of out of touch on priorities, out of touch ideologically, out of touch on values are the the headlines for the Democratic Party. So within Democratic circles, and these are people that get paid to, have dedicated their lives to getting Democrats elected, they think the same thing a lot of people on the right think. Hey, can you repeat that out of touch part at the very end? Uh, Their headlines are out of touch on priorities, out of touch ideologically, out of touch on values. Those yeah, are the three agree. headlines. Yeah. Yeah, so that's interesting. I, I I will tell you this, and some people don't want to hear it. That's fine. We can we can disagree and still be friends, I hope. If the specter of Trump weren't useful uh, usable for the Democrats to wave in the face of their voters. I mean, he's the Halloween decoration that they that they wave to scare the voters. If Trump were not there to use, for better or worse, the Democrats would have nothing. They would have enthusiasm so low it couldn't be measured with that web telescope. They would have <laughs> such unmotivated voters, they might get zero votes nationwide. Hard yeah, to say. That's a good point. What would it look like if you didn't have the specter of January 6th and Trump coming back and everything like that? Right. What would you be right. what would you be running on then? It's funny how history goes. Funny how that goes. I mean But you just gotta accept reality. Boy, in a brief aside, geez, Saturday night live with the abortion stuff. Oh my god. Oh my god, that was over the top. Geez, I like Saturday Night Live for all the other skits that aren't political, but man, 
That was rough. Did you see any of that? No, no. It I got terrible. a hint of it. Judy it was... and I happened to be up really late, and we were watching it. Um, and I got a hint of that, and we both looked at each other and said, "We're out," because it's weird. It, the tribally, now a lot of people on the left act like there's nothing greater than, abor- than an abortion. It's fun. It's exciting. Everybody wants one. Right, and the and the um the skit during the news where they just come. So you're not going to let women get the health care they need. The whole euphemizing abortion. If you're not bothered by it, why do you call it access to health care? Yeah, why are you calling it that? Call it what it is. Yeah, if you're if you're perfectly comfortable with it, just call it what it is. You're going to terminate pregnancies. Okay, you know maybe that's what you want. It would seem that uh, uh, that uh, the majority of Americans think that that's okay. First trimester. But the vast majority of Americans, Democrats and Republicans, don't think it's okay after the first trimester. So do you call that just access to health care, those second-term abortions? Because most people aren't cool with them. So according to uh, Saturday Night Live, you have women running around America with their arms sticking at the wrong angle because they broke it and they can't get access to health care. They're coughing a lung out. They got pneumonia, but you can't get access to health care if you're a woman. Please. NPR Get in a car wreck, you just die because you can't get access to health care. Or are we just talking about abortions? NPR aired a, a, an abortion live the other day, the audio from one, to just make it sh- just so how easy and, and relaxed and okay it is. It's right. no more inconvenient than a dental uh, health uh, cleaning. What do you call it? The uh, the scraping and the jabbing, and I hate that. Yeah, that was that was hard to watch. Yeah, anyway, I, I get preserving the right to get an abortion, sure. at least in the early part of Absolutely. pregnancy. But the idea of promoting it is great and fun. What the hell is that? And call it, again, call it what it is, too. Yeah, yeah. Sick. We're a sick society. Anyway, so my overall point is um, I'm not going to get quite as excited as uh, you might uh, think uh, you should get about Republicans winning. They're supposed to win. So I, for one, would like to thank the rest of the world for putting all of its crap on hold while we work our way through the election. Oh, except that they haven't and that there are major developments on the international scene that we should not ignore. And I will bring to you in moments. Yeah, there really are. Um, Big stuff. Ukraine, China, Iran. Stay tuned. This is not about the U.S. forcing Ukraine to the negotiating table, but possibly asking them to keep the door for talks at least slightly open. Ukraine, though, firmly believes its only real option right now is to force Moscow into submission on the battlefield. As one Ukrainian official told me, diplomacy will have its day, but now is not the time. That's always what you say until it's time for diplomacy. It's it's predictable. Um, but the story behind the scenes from the Washington Post was it's not real. The, the 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 Biden administration wants Ukraine to make negotiation noises to keep those European countries on board, but the White House is not committed to pushing them toward negotiation. Hmm. That's this behind the story story. They claim. Well, and the, the, the European countries are so slippery, too. What's going on there and how real their support is and their commitment is is 
Just a never-ending question. Right, which I guess is why the Biden administration wants them to make negotiation noises to try to keep France and Germany and Italy and whoever around a little longer in support. Whereas we have stated over and over again, we're with you to the end. Right. Yeah, I wonder whether that'll work in terms of keeping the Euros in line. But again, they're so damn slippery and and prone to... Slippery Euros wearing their Speedos. Making their, their pronouncements of this, that, and the other than not living up to them. Damn Euros. Interestingly enough, uh, Xi Jinping, the new uh, lifetime overlord of China, departed from his usual uh, talk supporting Moscow, even if it's, you know, kind of tacitly, quietly. Uh, During talks on Friday between uh, Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Communist, and uh, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz in Beijing, excuse me, uh, you know what occurred to me? I've really been enjoying my my homemade yogurt concoction before the uh, the show. Uh, nice yogurt and uh, granola and berries, really nice. Have you looked into donuts? That's my favorite snack. But I think it makes me too phlegmy. That's mm. uh, that the the yogurt's got too much. Uh, well, it's yogurty, so I may have to go away from that. I don't know. Makes a little whiskey in there to thin thin it. Anyway, uh, where were we? Ah, yes, sir. Olaf Scholz and the Chinese uh, the Chinese state news agency Xinhua <laughs> said that the the two leaders agreed to oppose the use or threat to use nuclear weapons. Um, the international community quote should oppose the use or threat to use nuclear weapons. Advocate that nuclear weapons cannot be used and that nuclear wars must not be fought and prevent a nuclear crisis in Eurasia. According to Xi, <clears throat> the comment, the first rebuke of its kind attributed to the Chinese leader since Russia invaded Ukraine in February, marks a change in tone for Beijing after the government there said last week that it would deepen its cooperation with Russia, Russia at all levels. Um, says an analyst with a, a think tank you've never heard of. Beijing genuinely does not want a nuclear attack or war. Yeah, Ian Bremmer tweeted China's most direct message to Putin since the start of the war. And it was a, don't do this. Yeah, said uh, the think tanker, the brutal reality is if Putin gets to the point where he's willing to use nuclear weapons, Beijing's leverage over him is close to zero. That's good news for the world that China said that. Uh, yes, it is, because Chinese trade is to a huge extent keeping Russia uh, above the waterline, economically speaking. So that is big. Yeah, I feel One like other, use of a yeah. nuclear weapon of any kind is way, way down on the percentage scale right now. Don't you think? I hope so. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I just hope I'm right. You know, I could envision a couple scenarios where the Ukrainians decide they have the upper hand. The Russians are retreating in disarray, and Ukraine thinks, you know, Crimea was ours a few years ago. Let's grab her back and at least have it as a bargaining chip. And then Putin goes crazy. But uh, the other story I wanted to mention, we're not going to hammer it much for reasons that are fairly obvious, but uh, there's a giant global um, climate conference going on in Egypt right now with all the world leaders gathered to talk about climate change and making uh, apocalyptic uh, predictions and 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 bitter demands and the third world is saying we're not sacrificing anything you big fat rich first world nations y'all got to pay for this and we're saying come on pay for it a little bit so we'll see if anything comes out of it oh why do we tend to believe lies as human beings why are we so prone to being misled fascinating science coming up love that if you miss an hour of the show get the podcast armstrong and getty on demand armstrong and getty 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. The Houston Astros world champions. Awesome. Just out of curious. Redemption for the cheaters or something. Mm, I was going to have an on-air meeting. Maybe we'll do it off the air. Okay. Why do you cut that clip and not have the the enraptured roar of the crowd for five, six, seven seconds? Did it seem a little abrupt? The dude saying they've won is not the fun part. You're right. The fun part is the crowd going wild. But that's me. And you're correct. Uh, you, You know what? After all of these years... All of the fabulous achievements of this program, we're still learning and improving. That's a good thing, not a bad thing. Did you buy that? Uh, kind of. It's a wonderful yeah, way of looking at it. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. <laughs> anyway, the Astros won redemption for the cheaters, as Jack points out. Why do our brains believe lies? 
lying liars and the lies they lie. <laughs> I love this. Here's a, here's a quick example for you. And and then I'll get into actual sciencey people who know what they're talking about. Have you ever learned the wrong pronunciation for a word? Whether you made an assumption, you saw it in print, or a friend told you it was pronounced this way, or, or whatever. And, and how hard it is to talk you off of that pronunciation. For, for months, years, the rest of your life, you feel weird saying it the correct way. Because you learned it another way first. I know I, I feel that way about there are a handful of words that I learned wrong somehow or other. But um, So really interesting stuff. Uh, why do our brains believe lies? And then they go into the election cycle. Misinformation, conspiracy theories, blah, blah, blah. Why do we believe the lies? Blame your brain. Stupid brain. Many of the decisions we make as individuals in a society depend on accurate information, but there are a bunch of psychological biases and predispositions that make us vulnerable to falsehoods. As a result, misinformation is more likely to be believed, remembered, and later recalled, even after we learn it's false. And what's scary is that those who profit from getting us to do one thing or another, vote one thing or another, they've, they've figured out a lot about the science on this stuff. Or it was known uh, instinctively. Uh, in fact, uh, one of the great liars of all time, uh, Hitler's propaganda minister, Goering. Nope, no ding, Michael. Specific historical citation. It, well, go ahead if you want. Um, <laughs> says Nathan so, Walter. So satisfying. <clears throat> Professor of Communication Studies at Northwestern who studies misinformation. On every level, I think that misinformation has the upper hand. And that's partly because of the way our cognition is built and how misinformation exploits it. We use mental shortcuts. They're known as heuristics to make a lot of judgments, which are good. It saves us time. But our cognitive tendencies make us susceptible to misinformation if we're not careful. Says uh, Stephen Lewandowski, a cognitive psychologist at the University of Bristol who specializes in this stuff, quote, by default, people will believe anything they see or hear. And in our day-to-day lives, that makes a lot of sense because most things we're exposed to are true. You need to think about it, not from a looking at the Internet and reading the newspaper point of view, but the entirety of your life. Ah, so I now finally understand it. It makes sense. It makes perfectly good sense. You're surrounded by reality. We're designed to take that in and and acknowledge, okay, this is what happens when this happens. This is this. This is that. The and, sun is shining. That is my wife next to me. I am in bed. I live in a house. Look, I have a big black dog in the case of my life. All of these things are indisputably true. The vast majority of things I see and hear every day are true. Or sometimes dogs bite bite you. Sometimes people pretend to be nice to you, then steal from you. All kinds of different things that you learn and take in is, okay, this is a true thing. I need to move forward with this information. Yeah. Wow, that's fascinating. At the same time, the more we see something repeated, the more likely we are to believe it is true. The illusory truth effect, they call it, arises because we use familiarity and ease of understanding as a shorthand for truth. The more something is repeated, the more familiar and fluent it feels, whether it's misinformation or fact. Sales Getting people back know, to Goering. Salespeople know this. You just say it over and over, and pretty soon it's in your brain is true. Yeah. Yeah, says uh, a psych professor at Purdue, 
quote, there is only typically one true version of a claim and an infinite number of ways you could falsify it, right? So if you hear something over and over again, probabilistically, it's going to be the true thing. What what she's saying is you take something like, um, I don't know, what, what would be a good example? Uh, if you drop something, it falls because of gravity. You could... If, if people are going to start lying about what happens if you drop something, they'll come up with all sorts of different lies. You know, if you challenge people, you know, come up with the, uh, no, when you drop something, you go sideways, it goes up, it, it disappears, whatever. You'll hear dozens and dozens of different weird lies, but you'll hear, no, of course it drops to the ground by far the most, the vast majority of the time. And so what's more common seems more true. Which is why Goering was ahead of his time, God help us, um, in saying, in observing, you repeat a lie and often enough it becomes the truth. He understood this, even if he wasn't, you know, privy to the science of it. How do, you, then it, how do you suppose great salespeople or BS artists or whatever you want to call it figured this out without the science throughout history? Just it's, personal observation, I guess. That's interesting. They were insightful. Sometimes evil people are insightful, unfortunately. That's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. But these shortcuts do not work so well in our current political environment and social media, which can repeat and amplify falsehoods. One study found that even a single exposure to a fake headline made it seem truer. And politicians often repeat lies and seem to be aware of the power of the illusory truth effect. Gas prices have dropped since I got into office. Bet I had a kef care, for instance. Uh, we're also more susceptible to misinformation that fits into our worldviews or social identities. We uh. all sense that, right? Uh, and we can fall into confirmation bias, which is the tendency to look for and favor information fitting what we already believe. Yeah, that's the, it's easy to believe a lie. Or So if you've got the repeated enough and your brain is going to start to believe it no matter what, then if it's something you want to be true, mm. like I think this is my dreamboat guy or girl, Oh, um, boy, what an example. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like exactly. The, you got to give everybody a minute to recover from that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's even, it's, even, uh, it's even more likely you're going to believe it. But once it gets stuck up there, something that's not true, what then? Ooh, I don't have good news. Uh, once we've heard misinformation, <laughs> it's hard to uproot it even if we want the truth. If you honestly are a truth seeker. It's still hard. Multiple studies have found that misinformation can still influence our thinking even if we receive a correction and believe it to be true. A phenomenon known as the continued influence effect. Oh, I didn't know that's what it was called. I've read about this a few times in the recent years, and that is, you're right, this is maybe the most troubling part of it. Once your brain latches on to this is a fact, it's so hard to dislodge it. They've done yeah. all kinds of experiments where they tell, you know, a group of college kids in a room something that's just flat out wrong multiple days in a row. Then they come back and tell you that thing we told you about dogs being uh, the typical dog has two legs is not true. And 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 then they check back in in a month and like two thirds of the class still believes the original lie, even when they're told that was all bunk. What we told you, you can't yeah. get it out of your head at that point. Yeah. Isn't that scary? Yes. Yes. It's very scary. Yeah, one of the biggest barriers to correcting misinformation is the fact that hearing the truth does not delete the falsehood. Instead, the falsehood and its correction coexist and compete to be remembered. 
Brain imaging studies conducted by Dr. Lewandowski, who we mentioned earlier, and his colleagues found evidence that our brains store both the original piece of misinformation as well as its correction. And, quote, it seems to be cognitively almost impossible to listen to something, understand it, and at the same time not believe it. That's amazing. Dismissing misinformation requires a whole extra cognitive step of tagging it as false in our memory. But by that time, in a sense, it's too late because it's already in your memory. Over time, our memory of the fact check may fade, leaving us only with the misinformation. Back to the two-legged dogs running around in terrifying fashion, probably wearing human clothing (laughs) and speaking. Might as well put pants on them at that point. There's <laughs> why, why stare at their genitals if they can wear pants? There is evidence, quote, we're running up against the basic limitations of human memory when we're giving people corrective information. Finally, correcting misinformation is even more challenging if it's embedded into our identity or system of belief. People build mental models of the world to make sense of unfolding situations, and it's, quote, very difficult to rip out a plank of this edifice without the whole thing collapsing. If it's an important component of your mental model, it's cognitively very difficult to just yank it out and say it's false. So, like, we have been around people in the corporate world who say things that are untrue regularly or exaggerations certainly you know like over and over again and then and then we've seen him stick the story sticks and people mm-hmm. start to repeat it so that's just that's just an example of this it's people that just intuitively knew this get your spin or lie depending on how far you go get it out there Early and often, and it'll be in people's heads, even if they're even if they're faced with contrary information. Right. It'll hang there in your mental closet next to the truth, and the two can compete through time, and you might well win. That's wild. I have not done that. I just it's not really my personality, but it would seem there's science that shows it's very effective. So these scientists we've been talking about uh, produce these short videos about common manipulation techniques. Um, and the study found that people watching the videos were more skeptical of falsehoods in the future. So I'm going to seek those out and, uh, and we'll, we'll link them at armstrongandgetty.com. I haven't watched them yet. I was just reading about them. Um, and, and we'll post this article as well in case you want to reread it or send it around to your friends or what have you. Give us a few minutes. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. While you are there... You will see a big banner showing you how to donate to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, which is a fantastic cause we've been supporting for years, helping our transitioning and active duty service people when they need it the very most. This is a wonderful cause. If you love this country, and we know you do, give $10 or 10000 depending on you know how your finances are. Give as generously as you can. It's an incredible organization and very, very efficient with your money. Yeah, do any research you want, because it'll all turn up glowing. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We've made it so easy to donate. It just takes a couple of minutes. Went on a dirt bike trip with my son. I wrecked, hurt myself. He didn't, thank goodness. Um, But major event in terms of father and son. Major event. Hmm. I would like to discuss and maybe get input on. Among other things we've got on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. If historians are allowed to write in this country, and if there are still free publishing houses and a free press, which I'm not certain of, but if that is true, a historian will say, what was at stake tonight and this week was the fact whether we will be a democracy in the future, whether our children will be arrested and conceivably <laughs> killed. We're on the edge of a brutal authoritarian system, and it could be a week away. That is astounding. That is from uh, historian Michael Beschloss on MSNBC the other night. And he's a well-respected guy. He's won all kinds of awards and written books I've read that I really liked. And, and that was crazy talk. If historians that whole arrest and execution of the children, what, 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 let's start there. <laughs> if historians will be allowed to write in the future, and I'm not sure they will, what the hell? Based on tomorrow, based on a midterm election, are you? How crazy can you get oh, about man, this stuff? Oh, 
Oh, speaking of that sort of thing, I need to apologize. I kept saying Goebbel or Goering. I meant Goebbels. I get your Nazis straight. <laughs> get your Nazis Goering right. The Luftwaffe. Yeah, my apologies to well, Nazis and, and history lovers. So, um, uh, got some interesting stuff with Scott Gottlieb, who is on Face the Nation. We'll kick off our four with, or we can, talking about the pandemic and the current diseases and why we're skeptical about the current diseases based on the way they handled the last big disease and stuff like mm-hmm. that that I, that I find pretty interesting. I uh, had a major moment, I think, with my son over the weekend. He's going to be 13 soon, and we went on a dirt bike trip. And I think I had the first official... Um, uh, young buck passing the old deer. What, what would it be the right? <laughs> young lion, something. I don't know. I think I had the first one of those, which I do re- tell. I realize one, it's inevitable, and two, it's a good thing. I mean, I want, I want both my kids to be better than me at everything. I would love it if they're better than me at everything, but you know, I wasn't quite ready for it yet. And, um, uh, uh, by the end, I had a wreck. I hurt myself pretty bad. I think I separated some ribs. I haven't gone to the doctor. Oh. I'm not going to because I've done it before. I know what it feels like, and I also know that there's nothing they can do for it. So um, sleeping has been unenjoyable. Coughing and sneezing is quite unenjoyable, and I'm uh, staying high on the ibuprofen. But I went down hard, and um, but it cl- we clearly are at a point now with riding the dirt bikes that... Uh, he's more worried about me than I am about him. <laughs> and, and, and we determine whether or not we're going to try to go up that hill or, you know, through that trailer or whatever, based on whether I can do it, not whether or not he can do it. And that's the first time that's ever happened with anything, you know, and I, I guess for different families, it'd be when they, you know, your son beats you at golf the first time or whatever it is. But, um, we tied in a foot race a week or so ago, so I'm still just about there. But on this, he's clear, and it was it was somewhat liberating actually to a certain degree. Of okay, he's just he's just he's on top of me at this, and that's fine. Right. Well, and you have a sense of how capable you are, which is fairly. I mean, not perfectly, obviously, given your injuries. But no, no. Um, you're also doing something that has risk inherent in it. But no, so you're thinking, okay, I know how capable I am. He's more capable. So, phew. Okay. Yeah, but it's just I I I hadn't thought about this moment much about when he's not stronger than me yet. He wears bigger shoes than I do, um, but I guess that just happens, right? You've got a son. At some point, they are going to they're getting stronger every day. You're getting weaker. <laughs> yes, although I will tell you this: foot speed, forget it. When it's over, it's over, and it ain't coming. No, no, back. no, no, but, no, 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 no. I'm not, not going to catch up on that. In terms of strength. There is a material difference between man strength and boy strength. Yeah, I've I've noticed that. I've you noticed can have that. a boy who's in very very good shape, appears to be rippling with muscles at all, but as old man who's been heaving stuff around for a lifetime, uh, you still have the edge. And has me. the well, ang- you hope and pray it doesn't come down to that. Plus, as an adult man, you've got the anger of the world wearing you down for decades, right. and you can summon that anytime exactly. you need to. Yeah, bitterness is your secret power. <laughs> Although I do think my son has got the hubris of someone who has not had a wreck yet, which is uh, I know how that I know how that gets fixed as a lifetime motorcycle rider. But oh boy, yeah, God dang it! When I went down, it was just it was just I hit the ground so hard. My first Paint concern. Paint the picture, Hemingway. What happened? Oh, uh, I was riding in the sand and just I chickened out. 
you got to have the courage to like just let the front wheel go wherever it's going to go. And I chickened mm. out and grabbed the steering wheel and dove it into the ground hard and uh, hit my head so hard and my side so hard. Luckily, I didn't land on oh. a rock where I'd have been getting out of there on a, oh. in, a, in, a, in a helicopter. I luckily just hit dirt, but uh, I initially was mostly worried about a concussion because I had such a headache and everything was so blurry for a while. But that cleared up and then it was just my uh, my ribs. But anyway... He comes over, he says, are you okay? And I said, I am definitely not okay, but I don't think anything is broken as I was trying to assess the damage laying there. And I had so much sand in my eyes and in my mouth, spitting out sand all day long oh. in my hair. Oh, God. It was embarrassing, too. Craw. And just, just the embarrassment of failure, which I'm pretty used to, but. So go to armstrongandgetty.com, give to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Jack mentioned hour four. Wait a minute. Just, you guys have a three-hour yeah, show on yeah, my station. Yeah, it's just four hours. Hour four. That's right. You can grab it via podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. And that's usually the best hour if you don't get it. So. Hmm. Armstrong. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.